Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Pilling the Banana, episode seven. My special guest today, we are out here in South Carolina on the border of uh, Georgia, close to Augusta. And we got my man, Miles Schroeder. Me and Miles played together uh, back in 2019 with the High Point Rockers in the Atlantic League. And uh, that's kind of the first time we ever met. And since then, we've been, uh, we've been pretty close. He's been like my not Hawaiian, but Hawaiian brother. Howley. Howley. He's just another Howley. But there's different ways of Howley. You can go the derogatory way of Howley, or you can go, uh, you can go just Howley, just meaning just, just a foreigner. So uh, with that, Miles Schroeder, dude, thank you, bro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, so the first time I meet you at your house, you were, we're not at the house that you're staying at now, right? No. You know, we were on the Georgia side. Yeah. Um, was that the first house that you, you uh, started to raise your family in? Yeah, yeah. We we had everything all over the country and had to. We're paying too much money for storage all over the place, so we just it was <laughs> not much more than what we were paying for storage everywhere to have our own place. So we just bought a place out there and put everything in there. So, and that was how far along in in your career because you started in two two thousand seven getting drafted yeah that was we bought that house right after i signed with the nationals in 2019 okay or 2018 late 2018 and now we're in the middle of freaking nowhere in south carolina yeah but literally sitting on what like 10 acres right now it's only we're only we're about 20 20 minutes. minutes from our old house so it's not it ain't bad it's not too far we just we're out my brother-in-law joked that anywhere we go is 20 minutes. So every town we go to is literally 20 yeah, minutes 15, away, 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So and then you got the big lake, right? That We got the big lake right there. We got the Savannah River right there, um, big yeah. creek that That's runs That's insane through. that I live in Savannah now, and that yeah. there's a river, or that river goes all the way down, right? Yeah. All the way to Savannah? Yeah, you can. Her aunt and her uncle used to hop in the, on their jet skis and go down and have lunch and stuff and come back. So I don't know how long it is it takes on a jet ski, but there's some shallow points, so you, you, know, you can't have too big of a boat. But in this lake, you can have a big boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this lake's huge. Because um, we got skunked that one time we went fishing. Yeah, there's, <laughs> uh, there's, there's been a lot of those times, but there's, I mean, there's so many fish in that lake and huge fish, but... You know, the, the we haven't been out here too long, so I'm starting to figure out some of the stuff. But it's just such a big lake that you got to go to certain spots. But we try to make it easy to just go here. If we catch fish, we do. If not, we're, we're still on the water. So. All right. Well, or you could drive, what, an hour and take your boat out, like, to the ocean? Yeah, it will. Um, we usually take it out in Hilton Head. Um, because that's is, like an hour and a half, two hours almost. Oh, uh, like three. Two and a half, three, somewhere in there. But we can go. There's other spots you can go, but the place we stay at is like right around. And are you taking it to the ocean or are you just taking it like? Yeah, to the inland. Within the channels. Yeah, in the inland waters. We don't take it to the big ocean because we just have like a deck boat. So you ain't not, going deep sea fishing? No, no, no. no. None of that. No, Marlin, no. Mahi, no, our, tuna. Or boat doesn't have that good of gas <laughs> mileage. <laughs> yeah, take so, a couple cans yeah. of gas to take up fishing yeah, space. Exactly. 
What um? So tell me about this cage that you built, like not too long ago. Yeah. So I I didn't get a contract coaching this year. So um, was with the Braves the last couple of years, and then and you're um, coaching the single A team. Yeah, coaching here in Augusta, which was nice because I was coaching from home. And then this year I didn't get a contract. So um, between doing like home remodel stuff and um, you know doing that, I just decided to I, I got an outdoor cage. And because uh, I mean, you know, that cage helping. is better than yes, yeah, all nice. of Hawaii cages. That it's I've definitely seen. nice. Um, I just wanted a place for the kids to be warm in the winter, so we ended up <laughs> not the house. Yeah, we ended up uh, building that, and you know, keep the kids, you know, out of, out of the rain and the, the wind and the cold, and, you know. So it uh, almost like a big playground. Oh yeah, indoor well, playground. Well, that's what I wanted. Is I don't want it just baseball. I don't want it. I wanted, you know, we got the basketball hoop in there and, um, you know, we'll run a volleyball net and, um, you know, whatever, the kids roller skate in there, whatever we can do to to have the kids just have fun and play sports. It's but like now, I was here, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Like, you don't only have the girls in there. You have all these young superstar athletes from six years old to high schoolers. Yeah. And now you're sharing the knowledge yeah they're getting there what, um, <laughs> what is your philosophy on teaching young kids just the basic philosophy because it's because i want to say you're not teaching so much mechanics you're almost teaching a mental part of the game yeah it's all uh you know? and anything in general is is mentality you know so if they don't want to work or they don't want to try hard or they I don't want to like over confuse them because they don't really know a lot to do anyway as it is. So they're taught in a way to do everything super slow. And I do it like the opposite in a way to where they learn how to throw the ball hard and straight instead of, you know, rather than soft and straight. Yeah. And then your toe. point toe, point elbows. Yeah. The, the, your toe is going to point to your target at the very end. You're not going to land closed and, and like, throw closed. You know it's going to happen. And uh, Pedro one day was talking about, like, the design on cleats is meant to break the dirt, you know. Pedro so, Martinez? Yeah. So it, it just – but a lot of people that don't know, that's the easy way to do it because the kids can't catch. They can't throw to their target. So they teach them point their toe and, like, throw a dart. Well, you're throwing a dart super slow, you know, but – all of a sudden they're pushing the ball and they don't know how to throw. Well, if right. you give them a And there's target, never a time in baseball where you're only throwing yeah, a dart. Yeah, so they, you know, you give them a net and you tell them to throw it as hard as they can into the net and they'll sit there and hit it hard over and over. So I I don't care how they do it. I want them to do it their way and then I teach them how to be as efficient as they can be with what we're doing and we can clean stuff up. But if, you know, I want to say it was um, Bichette's dad um talked about one day i saw a video it was just talking about it doesn't matter if you have the most perfect mechanics if you don't have the intent the mechanics mean nothing you know and that's then you're very similar very similar to how i teach it just you create a mentality and then you go from there but you you have to learn to get the job done and i think nowadays they want us to tell them how to do it instead of doing it you know and i find a balance in the two where I can show them different ways. I can give them a thousand ways to do it, but they're going to have to choose which way feels best and, and, uh, 
you know, so it's, it's fun though, because you see them where they come in and they're in a shell and then all of a sudden you give them the, the freedom to do whatever they want to do to be the player they wish they could be, but they are shy or they're being told they're doing it wrong or, and once you see them that, and you know, they start doing well, they're throwing hard, they're hitting hard, you see them just light up. And that to me is more, that means more to me than any baseball thing is when the kids gain confidence in themselves. You know, that's, that's, that's what I teach. Once you get that, man, they're, they're wanting to work, you know, because they see the results and they, they feel good about themselves and, and, uh, you know, I, I take their hats and put them on backwards a lot because when I talk to them, I want to see their eyes or if they're not. So, you know, they don't want to be told what to do. So you just you talk to them, but you want them to understand, like, it's okay to swing and miss because if you don't swing and miss and you're swinging soft, you're going to be out. So they, they swing it like the first bad ball they see. Well, they're taught to put it in play. Well, now they're out. You know, so at least you swing through it, you give yourself another opportunity, you know, so just a lot of kids, they do hit the ball, but they're taught to choke up, put it in play, which is all good stuff. But then they swing at stuff they shouldn't swing at because they hear all the voices, their dads, their coaches telling them to just put it in play. And then they're second guessing themselves. If they feel they can hit a ball hard, they'll swing at it hard. Mm -hmm. But when they're told everything else, then they get all these mixed. They have um, 20 voices in their head. Yeah, and they the kids hear everything. So know? so how do you different, like, when you have a kid, like what you were telling me earlier, how do you kind of divide that space where the parent is the coach and they're telling their kid one thing, but yet, you know, it's not really freaking working. And, and they're coming to you for these lessons because you have the experience and you know, the knowledge of actually playing pro ball and whatnot. Where, how do you find a happy medium of coaching a kid or like giving them lessons when their dad is right there in that lesson, still kind of chirping away? Oh yeah. Well, they, a lot of it is coaching. The dads is telling them, Hey, because most of these parents, they don't have experience like we did. Exactly. So they, they were taught in a way where we were taught, you know, to do all the stuff, but we had to, we had to figure it out. They don't have to figure it out anymore. They're, they want to be shown what to do or give them the video to do it. Well, some of the kids, you, you say, okay, that was nice. You swung and you actually finished your rotation. You know, a lot of them just want to swing and whack at it and then they're done, you know? So it's, there's so much that goes into it with each kid. Well, their dads are teaching them a certain way. Well, it's because they're getting taught away because little Johnny can't catch the ball. So then you have to throw the, you know, you have to throw the ball softer to Johnny. Right, like, or well, you got to throw it to the glove. You yeah. can't make him move the glove. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're just standing still and hoping you throw the ball right at him. Well, you know, I tell the kids now when you throw here, the way you throw here now, they better learn to catch or else, you know, they're going to be getting hurt. Behind, yeah. Right. So it's, it's one of those like, you don't want to just hold yourself back because the other kids can't perform or, or you have to play, you know, some of the kids that come here, you have to pitch. It's like a, that's a mentality side of it too. They, they get a ball from their coach and like, Hey, go pitch. Well, how about you ask for the ball? You know, do you want to pitch or not? Or do you want to catch? It's all mentality. If you want to, you're going to do it. So 
But if you're um, told what to do, you're more on the hesitant side. You're more un unwanting to do something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it just you you give the kids leeway and you allow them to be free and it's okay to to not throw a strike, you know. Like once you get that, I feel like you're almost up. teaching them it's it's okay to fail. Oh and, yeah, you know, like but fail the right way by fail by giving it your all by yeah. being intentional with you throwing your hitting. Yeah, and they in. Like the failure side of it too is like we're taught you fail seven out of ten times, right? Is what's taught. But I tell the kids the same thing is if you hit a ball ten times out of ten, right? And you hit the ball as hard as you can hit a ball and you got out seven out of ten times, did you fail? No. Right? But it's I tell them you don't you don't chase hits you chase barrels. Did you get a good swing to, or a good pitch to hit? Did you hit it good? If you can say yes to both those, it's out the window. Yeah. You did it. You know it just kind of comes down to luck it. after right. that, right? So it's um, you know you see it a lot. If you're consistent, you're going to have some numbers, but some sometimes you're hitting the ball and it just won't fall. It's just the way it is. Well, if you're in a college season or if you're you know I hit whatever, 212, 220, whatever year I got drafted, well, I just couldn't get a hit, man. You know, I didn't strike out all the time, but I still got drafted because they saw the product. You know, well, I tell the kids the same thing. Don't start falling into the number side because it doesn't matter. Your job is to showcase your skills and be good at what you do. So don't try to be something because your coach tells you you have to be it. You know, like if your coach says you have to catch because that's what's best for the team, what's best for you, right? To showcase all your tools. Say, if they, if you tell them you want to pitch and they say no, you shouldn't play for them. Yeah. They should say, hey, show me, yeah, right? Show me Prove or it. like I will work you in. Exactly. So you show them and then what are they going to say? You know, so I got one kid right now who comes and does some stuff and um, never pitched. Well, he's probably going to be, if not the ace, Come on. It's going to be because he's got the skill on, for right? So it's, but he never pitched. Well, if you have everybody that comes here has to pitch, you know, you it's, have to as a kid. Yeah. Like so, everyone has to know how to throw the ball. Exactly. You know, so they, now he's like a top tier guy, you know, I, I don't know what the team, like team elite or. But he's so only they, 10, right? No, this kid's a, a junior this year. Yeah. So there's, but there's a bunch of kids that are coming up to that are getting on better teams you know the kid that came yesterday well i'm not you know a shire kid well now he's starting to he's starting to come out of his shell and hit the ball the way he should and everything and he's like well not to be you know i'm not trying to brag but i'm probably gonna hit third or fourth and i'm like that's not bragging that's that's what's expected because you don't put the work in and get as good as you are and go hit eight, seven, eight, nine. Exactly. So, you know, when they, if they're, they want to work and they can get really good in a short period of time because, you know, it took me what 25 years to get mm. what I'm giving the kids and they're getting it at, you know, eight, 10, right. 12, whatever, you know? So it's, it's crazy how quick they can get it, you know, in an hour or five minutes. You know, it's it's pretty cool to watch. Because what we want to learn now, or what we want 
what we're teaching now is what we wanted to learn yes back when we were kids and we never learned that until literally in our 30s yeah. or at the end of our careers like oh, yeah. i came to you last two weeks ago and i i felt like that was the first time i learned oh, yeah. how to actually barrel a ball for power and not just my whole thing has always just been a contact guy and speed guy and you you know put it in play to get on base but oh, now yeah. it's like i don't want to leave the box once I make contact. I want to hit the ball and admire it almost. Yeah. Well, you, you want to finish your swing, right? Yeah. And that's that's the whole point is to hit the ball, not to just slap at it and take off running, right? Well, when you have certain stuff, you you know, some guys are ball flight guys, right? If you have to try to hit the ball out of the park, it's not your job to hit out of the ballpark. So, like, you have guys that set the table and guys that clear the table, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you were always a table setter, but that doesn't mean you can't hit a double. Right. You know, hit a double, right? So it's just, it's, we were taught different ways. And now I'm able to give them what I wish I had, you know, because I got to meet all these hitting coaches, you know, Mike Brumley and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Bard and, and a bunch of different guys. Um, you were, you were up in AAA for like a while, right? Uh, a couple of years, yeah. I, yeah, I so got hurt all the time. So. Yeah, but you were playing with big leaguers, with big league coaches. Like, you were just up around town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, ne- I never learned how to hit properly until me and my buddy, uh, Jerry Sands, he got like parts of five years in the big leagues, played overseas, you know, um, had a really good career, and he's a power hitter. Well, when you're talking with different hitters, you understand approaches. Well, the power guys are looking, they're hunting, right? You're, you don't care what you're looking for, right? You're yeah, just wanting to hit the ball and get plate. hit yeah. so you can go get on base and steal and do your right. thing. Well, then we swing it too much, we shouldn't, you know? So, like, I was in between where I was a role player, so some, you know, sometimes I was hitting more, but then my average was down, you know? So, if you're hitting cleanup, you're like, all right, well, it's my job today, you know. So it's that's how I was, but it's just never forget who you are as a player. But that doesn't mean you can't get more out of yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's what that's what I try to teach is okay. Show me if you don't show me what you look like, you know, how your engine runs in general, then there's nothing we we can test, you know, or or see what's breaking down once we fix something, and then you go back and then you fix a little more, see what's going to stick, then you test it. It's like, you know, you're you're tuning your race car, and then you got to go to the track and run it, right? And then you see what you could adjust and what you can't. And but if that player's not giving you everything, then they're holding themselves back. If you know they're not able to somehow show you exactly hey, this is what I could possibly do. Yeah. Then you'll you'll never know or be able to coach them. Oh yeah. So it you know I want to see what what they can do or the way they swing or you make them swing. You know, there's some the kid that I was telling you that um, pitches now really really good player. We couldn't even play catch when we started. He was throwing the ball at my feet, throwing it <laughs> in the bushes like it was bad, right? Well, there's guys that are like super high strung, and then there's guys where you try to create energy. Well. You can't just teach one thing to everybody, you know. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see the product, though, right? You gotta test the product and see what you got first. But if they never show you anything, then 
you're just you're you're fixing stuff. Yeah, you're, you know, you're fixing air. You're not doing anything. Yeah, so it's just it's a good process, especially like going from the pro side where you're, you know, you got the Latin players that have all these tools but haven't been polished. You know, it's uh, right. So what's the difference between coaching that when you you have been for the last three years to now you're down to kids that literally don't know anything? Yeah, it's it's uh, terminology is different. You know, I like to cuss, and I can't. Right, you're cuss cussing, you're talking in Spanish. You know? yeah. yeah, so you're, you're, those guys are wanting to work, right? And well, you're they, dealing with money babies sometimes, you know, oh, guys yeah. that get drafted with a lot of money, even like, yeah. even guys from Latin America, Dominicans, Cubans, they're the ones getting these oh, yeah. big signing bonuses, and it's like you can't tell them really what to do as just a normal hitting coach. Oh, yeah. So then it's your job that's on the line and not theirs. Yeah. You know, so like if they're not producing, but they, you know, I've never not been able to get across to anybody, you know, like right. I, that's one thing. You've I, always been a good, a good teammate for sure. Yeah. So I try to get across, but at the same time, they have to understand, you know, our field coordinator with the giants one day said like perfectly, you either get the job done or you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, whether you sign for money or not, your time's running out. So, but what happens with the kids is all of a sudden, the draft happens and all of a sudden they want to kick it into gear it's yeah, too late right so you can't flip the switch but that's what happens with them is they don't understand it they think yeah right you know well all of a sudden the well, shortstop just yeah. signed for way more than he did and he's playing shortstop well your your times your times like it's, clicking now yeah, you know you got a short short leash yeah so it uh you know, I get them to understand the business, and I, I came up in the National League well, when the National League was a National League. So I learned a lot of stuff, the game within the game. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that because it's not really how it works. Well, if you go up there and the pitcher just had a long inning, you just take a pitch, right? Yeah, take a pitch, take maybe one. two, whatever, right? Well, if you're not man enough to do that, you're just going to do that. You know, go swing and it is what it is because you're chasing numbers, right? Well, you learn how to do stuff like that or, you know, tie your shoe or call time out or, you know, just right. the, the stuff to I mean, like, out. I've always learned if you win as a team and you play as a team player, you'll get better and you'll make everyone else around you better. Yes. And then you have the very few small percentages let of, your sister in <laughs> yeah the small percentages of people that say screw it i'm gonna yeah. get mine and yeah they might make it or they might get promoted but the chances are i feel less less likely oh yeah and, and lead off guys right you let off too it's you know they think oh well it's my job to work the count right no right. it's your job to set the tone Set so, the tone and get on base. Exactly. So first pitch, two pitches of the game or fastballs, right, from all these levels, you know, some not so much in the big leagues now, right? Because you're not going to give Acuna first pitch heater. You're just not going to give Trout first pitch heater. Yeah, yeah, so they, you know, but when they see a first pitch slider in a game, the people that don't understand it think it's dumb, right? Well, like or I said. Or they think it's the Yeah, you're not going to give Acuna because all of a sudden it's one nothing, right? So you try to give these kids this amount of information and, you know, their coaches are telling them you're, you're to take pitches and gain walks. Well, if, if you're not going to steal second base, yeah, steal third base, then what's the point of walking? Yeah. You know, so I had, uh, you know, there was a kid with the Braves that was that way. It's like, well. He would get on first, but he's yeah. stranded there. Yeah, that's it, man, right? So you're just clogging up the bases. So it's just, you 
just work with everybody, you know, and, and I played every position my entire career, so I can give them a switch hit. Like, there's when did you start switch hitting? Because you're mainly a righty. Yeah, so I, right? I started doing when I was 24, so I just dove into it because I can pitch, I can do anything on the field, and if I can switch hit, there's literally nothing I can do. So I just took it as a challenge and just did it. And some years are better than others. And right. I just But because there's more righty pitchers, you're going to be hitting left yeah. every single game. Oh, yeah. And, and you're going to be in, in the lineup because it's like, okay, well, a lefty's starting. Well, it's like, all right, fine, I'll just go hit righty like I normally can. Yeah, so it, you know, I bonded. I, anything I can do to, you know, when I signed with the Nationals, it was, I asked them, you know, why, what was it that you guys saw? Why'd you sign me? Because I always found a way to get a hit, is what they said. So, like, you know, the, the, the best compliment you can get is you're a ball player, right? Mm-hmm. That's the most compliment you could ever get. And that's what I, I tried to do, whether, <clears throat> whether you win or lose, right? It's you want to be the guy to take that. So Grissom made the last out in the playoffs and I text him and said, Hey, you want to be that guy, so do it again. Right? Yeah. Whether you like you want that op- opportunity yeah. to either save the game or or you know, be the last out because you want Oh yeah. Like you want that feeling of like, all right, I know what it takes or like I know what it feels like and, and the next time it comes up. No doubt. I know that's I know that's what you bad. want. You know, is you want the experience, right? Guys want guys with playoff experience. You know, it's it's win or lose. You have a way to control yourself. You know, and a lot of guys in the big leagues, it's you know, you see guys in the big leagues with a seven ERA from AAA, right? Well, the thing is, is they know how to throw strikes. Nobody wants somebody to come up and start walking everybody, right? right. So it's. Uh, there's so, so much sure their guys, guys might get mad at why is this guy going up with a seven eight exactly when like they're probably throwing a two but they're throwing strikes and they're just maybe playing in bad bad ballparks or they're playing yeah. at high elevation all the time yeah so they you know that you understand that side of it too is okay well rehab guys too well a lot of rehab guys they come down and they're playing in rookie ball right they're getting some work in some innings because they were hurt well they're trying to get work in work on their heat or do that and those guys don't have an approach they're just kind of their shoes right <laughs> so like it'll go really good or really bad well it doesn't matter right because they're just getting work in well as you get up to higher levels it's the same situation okay well who's going to be able to control themselves right you can throw good pitches still get clipped right well it's they know you can throw strikes and there's no liability, you know. If you can yeah. teach them stuff, too, how to work the ball, how to add and subtract velocity. Um, right, or, like, change your grip but just throw it the same. Yeah, so it's, you know, you see a lot of it, too, where guys get signed because somebody thinks they can fix them, right? So if it didn't work out with that organization, maybe they have a different philosophy, and the other guys like will give them to me, right? Yeah. Man, I can make that boy good. You know, sounds so, like someone throwing a hundred, but has no idea where it's going. Like one guy's gonna try and fix him, then if not, the next thing to be like, well, this guy throws a hundred, we'll try and fix him. Yeah, so because they know they possibly have a diamond in the rough, they can get him right. Yeah, it's you know, but the Giants. How many guys? You know, the Giants won how many World Series, right? Well, and you were part of all of them, right? I mean, well, 
like in Triple yeah, A, like watching them. Yeah, so they, you know, you're behind World Series champions your whole career, and then go to Washington, got released, they won the, they won the World, World Series, Series that year. So it's, <laughs> you know, it, it just is what it is. But but you, then you get to coaching, and you actually win one because you're a coach yeah. for the Braves, and the Braves won it in what twenty one or twenty twenty. 21. 21. Yep. So, you know, you get that ring. Yeah. And you get to pay on, pay taxes on it. Yeah. <laughs> and insurance and all that stuff. So. At least you have a big league contract. Yeah. I mean, you're making a lot of money, but you would have to pay a lot back to have the sand. Yeah. So it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a good thing. It learns to teach you a lot about life. And, and, you know, when the kids come and they're coming here and doing some stuff, it's, it's not, I tell them, if you want a baseball lesson, you go somewhere else, right? If you want a baseball lesson, life. You're going to learn life here. Everything, right? That's that's what I want. I want to know about their life. I want to know all the stuff. I want to know everything about them, right? Because that's how you can help them. If you played football and all of a sudden you're playing baseball now, like, I want to be able to I'll, I'll get across terminology, to you. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, and I played all sports too. So uh, I just, I like to help everybody. So it's it's been fun. <laughs> who is who is your favorite player playing with? I don't know. I mean, I had everybody, right? I mean, I mean, like you obviously got to have spring training with like Buster Posey and like all those Giants guys. Yeah, the the good thing with the Giants is there's there's no there's no superstars, right? Everybody is in it together, you know. And, and that's and what Buster Posey preached. Oh yeah, well Buster Posey. You know, one day everybody's sitting in the cage, and he he walks in and introduces himself, right? So, like I've heard stories where you had guys like Pujols, he'd go and hit and want to pick up his balls. Yeah, you so, know, like I I always heard her story like that, and never like respected that. There, and then you hear guys like Posey, who you know, who you know, cares about it and introduces himself and goes yeah. around and wants to meet players. Yeah, there's in. And I played with a guy at AAA, too, and he his thing, he'd leave his stuff in the dugout. And, he, you know, guys are different, right? I just I try to respect everybody or help the right. clubbies clean up or just mm-hmm. in general. But you don't want to judge anyone. Yeah, just that. be a good person, right? Well, some of the guys think that they pay him. That's their job, which it is their job, right? Mm-hmm. But, but as a what courtesy, is it to just grab like your that. bag and walk off, you know? So there's some guys that had two lockers and there's stuff everywhere, you know, and it's like, Hey, you can't just pick up your stuff. But I mean, everybody's different. I just, I try to teach everybody that too. You know, when the kids come here and do a lesson and they hop in the car and they hop on their phone and their grandfather's picking their bag up, you know, so I'll get them out of the car and go pick your bag up, you know, so you, you teach them respect and manners. And, you know, I went to Will Clark's place for hunting and, uh, Shout out Will Clark, another no filter guy. Yeah, so he, uh, I love him to death, and he, part of after they eat is all the younger kids and and guys. They have to clean the kitchen, right? They got to clean up after dinner. Yeah, and, and it's like someone cooks, and then the next person. Has yeah, to clean. so they they teach them they teach them how to be respectful and learn like um, earn your stripes. You know you just because you're younger doesn't mean we have to clean up after you do all the stuff so that they learn how to do it. And that's where I try to teach my kids the same thing. It's, you know, help, help everybody out, you know, don't make it harder on one person. If 
if it's your job to take the trash out and the trash is overflowing because you're out mowing the lawn, do they just keep right piling trash? Whoever sees the trash, go and take exactly. it out. Exactly. So there's there's no jobs and everybody has a job and that's to help each other out, you know. And if everybody's helping each other out, if you're done with your job, you can help somebody else out. Don't just well, I got my job done. So it's like my mom. My mom's always is always in service and always yes. taught us. All right, now like all right, mom's home and go. you're doing something. Go. Go. See the hardest part with you is you're go. a girl dad with three girls. <laughs> yeah. You go got three girls. Please. Go. Go. I mean Go play I mean, on the trampoline. I mean, I don't think you're having a force. No. Or or maybe I, who knows. Snip. But like you're stuck with three girls. Snip. And there's no Miles Jr. coming out. No. Nope. The three girls and the wife is plenty. <laughs> and those three for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, they keep us busy. And now I get to, I didn't and, get a contract. And you got to teach them softball, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, you'll get them hitting, yeah, hitting balls or what, gymnastics. Yeah. They, uh, you got to do all the other sports. Yeah. It's, I'm coaching basketball and softball and soccer and, Tinley's got a good shot. Yeah, they uh, they all. Riley's got to get the mentality. She she hits really good, but doesn't want to hit it hard, you know. So it's just I don't force anything on them. I just you know that's why I like to build it. They can go in there. They can roller skate, soccer, basketball, softball, whatever. Yeah, the girls didn't even know what softball was, so I told them they're playing softball, and they're like, "What's that? What's that?" It's like I know baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so they. <laughs> You know, I didn't have any softball. Play baseball, Dad. Yeah, so it's uh, it's just nice not having a contract. And, you know, with the Braves, it was, you know, I got to coach here from home. So I was able to be with my kids. Right. And then, other than other than the road trips. Yeah, so, you know, and the other thing is the road trips. We had Columbia. We had Charleston. It's only Myrtle a couple Beach. hours away. Yeah, yeah, so they got to come and. and be with me on the road too you know or i could drive back and forth so it was a, uh, it was good not getting a contract this year is i get to stay home well, i mean then you're financially doing fine with the lessons oh, yeah. i mean like you're one helping kids out and two you're being able to take take care of the family yeah so you know and you get to be be home when when the wife has to work you know when someone has yeah. to go so we no we never put our kids in daycare we one of us is always with them, so. Or you got one of three dogs to watch. Them, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. There's plenty, you know, they can run around the yard and the property and do whatever they want to do, you know. So I mean, like, you can't get any better than having nice. a family to be raised in, in acres and acres of land to run around. Yeah. It, and now we got some, what, fall? Is this fall coming in? Yeah. It's, like, look how cool this is. It's pretty nice, man. It's, you can't get better than this. You know, it. it and you got a garden. Oh, you yeah. got a garden that yeah. grows a thousand tomatoes, and you don't even eat them. Yeah. Well, we we make salsa. We make salsa. Tomato but like sauce. You don't, but you don't put tomatoes like on a salad no. or, or anything. No. no. I mean, I think I think I think you're such a meat eater, though. Like you need to start raising cattle here. Ah, uh, no. We've that, that's more like, stuff. We we were gonna do chickens too, but if we go out of town, our neighbors gotta watch the dogs, or you know, somebody's gotta come watch the it's dogs. It's just another. So. We don't want responsibility. You know, we were going to get chickens, but we don't want somebody else to have to take care of anything more than our dogs. So the dogs are easy. You let them out and yeah, feed them. them out. Yeah, sure. you can leave them out all day long. Or they, or they can eat, eat the squirrels. Eat the squirrels. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a, 
squirrel away from Clyde earlier, but they, uh, it's nice. It's just free and you teach them to, you know, live and, and be simple too, you know? Do you think you'll ever get back into coaching professionally or coach a college? Or do you think you're, I mean, like right, right now, I feel like you're pretty satisfied with what you're doing. Yeah, it would, it would have to but, be something. But I mean, you're young, I'm young, like I'm, I'm still playing, Yeah. you know, but I also don't have like responsibilities. Yeah. It's but like you're what, 36? Yeah. 36. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can technically, you can technically, yeah, we're always 24, yeah. 22. Yeah. I mean, you could still be playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, you, I didn't you, want to honestly, stop playing like, you have that 40, much skill. 45, you know, but right. it just. But then you, one kid popped out of the other and then yeah. you start, you know, finances aren't as good unless you're in AAA getting these nice six, six figure contracts, you right. know, yearly, but. So, I mean, it's gotta be, it would have to be something. You know, uh, like I was hoping to get on with Columbia uh, Fireflies with the Royal side because it's an hour. And, um, you know, Glenn Hubbard, he was the Braves first base coach for years. And then he was there and we got to get Wasn't pretty close. Young, Young Jr., the first base coach? Um, yeah, he was with the or Braves. Young C-Y. Senior, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, he, he was with the Braves. But uh, Glenn Hubbard was with the Braves years ago. Oh, and he's been doing the minor league stuff, um, helping them out. And then he, he did the first base coach, but he could he could do coach anything really. he wanted to do. You know, he's just a baseball guy, but I learned a ton from him. And he and I, he loves the garden, so I would bring him vegetables all the time. And he ended up retiring. And, you know, I was hoping to get that because it's only an hour from my house, mm-hmm. you know. So, but it didn't work out, and this has worked out. So, I mean, right. I, whatever. But the game is also changing. It's like they're bringing in. And analytics, you know, they're bringing in new school coaches compared to, you know, slowly weeding out the old school coaches. Yeah. Like, how how much do you see baseball changing in the next five years? It's just because of the way they're bringing in technology, they're bringing in different coaches. Well, we, in 2019, we were the test dummies, right? <laughs> All the, yeah, but everything, they, everything they have, right? Well, everything they have now, Atlanta League was a yeah, test time, so and we were part of that in 2019. Ruined, it ruined a lot of careers, right? Holy but it was shit. just, yeah. you block a ball and you look up and you're going to be like, are you running or not, yeah. right? Well, after <laughs> or the you get guys still yeah. catching waiting for the ball, the guys sprinting to first. Yeah, so I, I told Jamie, you know, come half, it was like, hey, I'm not catching anymore, dude. Like, I'm not... I'm not running around. Yeah, I pay my dues to worry to, about a guy's taking first base. Yeah, but you know, part of part of me not doing that either is, um, you know, Frank Nigro got a job with the Twins, right? So mm-hmm. that to me feels good that I gave he was somebody, able to catch. You know, you passed the torch, right? Well, it gave him a job, and you know, I don't know if he's still playing. I saw him in spring training when I was with the Braves, but you know, you give somebody an opportunity, and he loves. He's a he works hard, you know, and he's, he's young, right? He's young, so it's like, hey, I think he's twenty-five. Not Yo, Frank, I'm gonna have you watch this. <laughs> so it, it gives, you know, I, I'm I'm good with where I'm at because I'll, you know, I always tell everybody I'll clean porta potties, right? I don't care. I, I just want to work. <laughs> I take care of my family. That's all that matters to me. I don't priorities. I don't have, need baseball. Totally changed. Like I can, I love baseball, right? And I can help you out can a lot of people, forever. but I can always do that, yeah, right? You could coach, so you could. It's, I just like to work and 
I look at working as like free money at the end of the week. You either sit at home and do nothing and make no money, or you go to work for eight hours and at the end of the week somebody gives you a paycheck, right? Yeah. Well, it's free money to me. For so, yeah. it's a. Uh, and you're giving it to your girls. You're giving it to your family. Yeah. You come home to a great family. Yeah, it's a uh, life is good. You know, it's we don't have a ton of money, but we eat good. We. Dude, it don't matter. You, you have a nice place. You could, you know, you could sell three properties on this thing for this for the price of one property out in Honolulu. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, we looked. Technically, into, you're yeah. you're wealthy here. We looked into places out there too you, when we talked be, to your mom about. You'd be broke as you know? fuck. <laughs> you'd be broke as fuck if we were out in Hawaii. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we live good. We eat good, and I get to be with the kids every day and get to teach them, you know, and help this area. I mean, there's. This area's got some good talent. And well, I mean, you got, what, better. over 20 kids coming to you now. There's quite a few. And, and there's really no rec center. Or there's no batting cages around here. It's almost like once you build this, it's almost been like a field of dreams kind of thing where every kid and every parent is now wanting to come here to get some lessons by an actual pro guy that lives in the area. So yeah, like, that's the cool part. Like, you're bringing that community together Yeah. all because of a – you just said one day, you know what, screw it, I'm going to build a cage back here mainly for my daughters. Yeah. So it, you know, it took off like crazy, but you know, it, there's a couple places there. They actually built a D-bat facility here. Is it like in 25 minutes or so. Augusta? It's in Evans, okay. um, which is close to where we used to live. And, um, and then there's another one complete game. Um, but they all, it's, um, like a similar thing, right? It's been around here for a while. Um, and do they have all the simulators and all that? I the, think, all the I think so. I've only been tracks. in a DBAT facility one time um, and, you know, met the owner's wife, like, really, really nice. But um, I just, there's, we're like out in the country, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some people out here that have to drive all over the place. So, you know, me doing this, it's. This is like a midpoint. Yeah, there's some people that go there and come here, you know, and I don't, I don't want to just be the only voice either. You know, right. like that's why I have my buddy Garrett Wilkinson that coaches with the Braves. He's going to Double A this year as a hitting coach. His whole family's his brother came and did some lessons the other day or yesterday, and um, you know I want to whatever I can give them, I want to give it to them. You know, and they're baseball guys, and if I want to have just a you know a pitching coach or a hitting coach or you know right. just random guys, I want guys that are baseball guys and. They, they're baseball guys, you know, and they, they come and pick up lessons when there's a ton of people and then big-time help. Because if not, I want to be able to fit in as many as I, no, as I do. And a lot of kids so, would be, like, losing out. Yeah. Plus, it's always better. Like, I feel we, as humans, learn better if we hear the same thing oh, yeah. from multiple people but in different ways. No and doubt. then we can somehow turn it all into one thing that makes us understand it. Yes, and they'll be saying the same thing, right? And the kid yesterday, like I told you, you like jump high five the guy, right? Well, it's like- <laughs> You never jump high five right? once, it's right? like, hey, I don't, but that's what I want is, I want to get through to them in any way possible, whether it's me getting right. through or somebody else getting through, it doesn't matter to me, right? Well, a lot of just coaches or parents, they have like pride that's, that's held on, right? They right. want to be the one or some coaches want to be like, 
they want to be the guy for they want to get the satisfaction they of you right of they what, helped they, yeah so then like when a kid does something good it's like they can say oh i did that yes exactly so you run into that a lot and it's it's hard to watch too and it's you know they well he wants me to throw from here right well i got one kid that's six foot six well i, I want him to throw over the top well he already throws over the top. He's six foot six. So why are you going to make it go even worse where he's not comfortable doing that? So and just it, and from that video, it looked like he ain't even throwing hard. Yeah. So it's like there's no whip. Yeah. It's he hard needs to be watch. throwing like Randy Johnson or Hater. You know, one of those guys. Well, I showed him Bumgarner. Bumgarner, right? So it's you give them all the stuff, and a lot of the kids don't watch baseball. You know, and I had no, a talk with a kid the other day. How do you guy. not even watch baseball, right? Well, they watch. TikTok too, but they watch stuff jerking around or the kids farting around having fun, and that's cool. Well, how about you know they're watching too much banana ball? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's you know you you learn by trying stuff, right? If whatever you're doing isn't right or it's not doing well for you, but you have you've never even tried anything else because you don't even know, right? You're mm-hmm. waiting for me to tell you what to do. How about you know? Hey, do you know you know? Adam Duvall, or do you know um, Olsen, or do you know, you know, Royal, like, you, you name all these guys, and it's like, no, and I'm no. like, what do you mean, like, what are we doing, you can't just, Joey Votto, that's yeah, a great they, guy to watch it, they don't, they don't, you know, they think you have them like, choke up, like, every kid should almost have one favorite player that they watch, and kids nowadays, they don't know anyone, other than, yeah. Otani, just because that name is passed around so much. Oh, yeah. Well, but, like, the don't... dads didn't even know what the Savannah Bananas was. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just. Or that's because it's an entertainment baseball team that's only on TikTok, YouTube, and oh, Instagram. Yeah. So it's, you, you know, know, but everybody wants to go to the games, you know. Well, some people are like, you know, we're out in the country too, right? Yeah. So some people just, everybody's got stuff to do. and, and uh, Right. Well, that's, that's how crazy, like, you could be as famous as a. Uh, Savannah Bananas, but not every baseball dad knows about it. Yes. Or not even every kid knows about it because oh, yeah. you just, you know, like it's, <clears throat> the world is so much bigger than, you know, what social media shows. Yeah, it's, everything's, they, they blame stuff too, right? Well, the kid hit yesterday, took a couple swings and then drops his bat and goes and grabs another bat. And I told him, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's no, what I used to do. Take it back up, right? <laughs> well, I feel like it's the best ball. But you understand, like, you're not just going to, if it's hard, you're not going to give up. You figure it out, right? Yeah. So I made him pick the bat back up, and he had to finish up, you know? so With the same bat yeah, that, that he yeah. thought was a bad bat. Exactly. So it's, you know, the old the Indian and the arrow, right? Well, they are, they want to blame everything, or you have guys that go through all these different teams, and it's like, hey, it's not the teams, man. It's If, if it doesn't work out for you, you just move on, right? Well, how about you work for it? You know, and, mm-hmm. and that sounds like the transfer portal now in college football. Oh yes, no doubt. So it's, it's everyone it's, wants to start as a freshman, and so if they don't, they transfer the next year. Oh yeah. So in JC ball, right? I was a JC guy, so a lot of the kids want to go D one. Well, yeah, yeah, baseball nice, it doesn't matter. No it more. doesn't matter, right? Go they to JC where you can play. Go play at a good JC, right? Because well, the more scouts see you play, the better your chances. Exactly. You get to play. If you go somewhere else, like you know, but some of the guys, it's good for them to not play because they get to develop, right? Well, you know, it's going to showcases. My nephews came out for 10 days, and and my 
I call them my nephews, my brother. I, I lived with them growing up, but why are you going to go spend $300 or $500 for a showcase and your son, your son has nothing to showcase yet, right? Yeah. So why don't you send them out to my house for 300 bucks and they can stay here and Not hang out with us. We go fish and we go and, you know, we were out in the cage till midnight every night, right? Well, then all of a sudden they go home and they're going 3-0 homer in a tournament with a wood bat, right? So you just teach them, you teach them like how to do it properly or, or you know, they want to hit with their metal bat because they want to hit it farther. Well, if you hit a homer with a wood bat in a tournament, then what? You put a stamp on it, you know? So you, uh, I wish I could get my hands on, you know, a lot more, but they're in California, but, you know, I just... I want to teach them how to go about it in the right way and win or lose, you know that you went about it in the right way, right? you know, you competed for it. And you, you you're, you're basically, I mean, just like we all kind of learned, like you're teaching, you're teaching the process rather than the yes. result. Go about things the right way. Like if you're not ready for a, for a showcase, then that's okay. Like we can, we have time to like develop your skills still. And like, so it's like, Come to me, develop, and then, you know, if I think you're ready, or if you think you're ready and you have the confidence, then okay, then we go. But don't just go and try to do something right away thinking I have something to show when you really don't. Yes, and they want the bat, right? They want the 300 or $400 bat. And it's like, <laughs> hey, man, like. Shoot, I was getting hand-me-downs. Right, but the 10, the 10 feet that that bat's going to give you doesn't matter because you only hit Maybe. one out of 10, yeah. right? So it just, but they, some of the kids, they just want to hit. No, we'll just worry about hitting right now. We just want them to get hit. And it's like, well, you still have to throw the ball, right? Well, you might throw, and a lot of their habits are the same on the mound and hitting, right? And Mm -hmm. if you're not in a good – if you can't have any balance, then – Then it affects one or the other. Yeah, it's it's all bad, right? So they – you get them to throw, too, so they understand it, too. Or they're – you know, excuse me, they're getting in a different spot or a better spot and, you know – it's a, it's a good process, but, but it's a tough one. Yeah, when you're trying to teach kids for sure. Some of the kids, it's hard because, you know, I could take anybody that wants to work and make them really, really good. It's easy, but when you get some of these kids that don't want to work, well, then you're trying to get them out of their shell, or you know, some of them come in here and they're shy and they have their hat down, or they got. So then you're focused on trying to get them to do that, and then it delays the baseball practice side of it. Yes, so you know it's. But or I you get the kid always looking his over his shoulder because he's looking at his dad. Yeah, like, there's Am I doing it right some now? parents <laughs> and they have to stay in the car, you know, and, and it's it's hard to do that because that's their their um, don't you, know, you their safety zone you for know? like one of the little league teams that you practice? Don't you make all the parents go and leave, and it's just you yeah, and, and coaches and coaches? Yeah, so it's one coach and all the kids. Yeah, so they. You know, they take infield and they're throwing, they make 20 errors taking infield. Well, that that was at their pace, right? Well, you take it away and you take the coaches, the parents, all that, and all of a sudden they've got to work at my pace or work at their pace fast, right? So everything is go. You can't throw the ball low ever because if you throw the ball low, you weren't in a good spot to throw it hard. So, you know, we do that or you take their gloves away and they make half the errors that they did with their gloves because they really have to concentrate, you know, so they get lazy, they – they're not ready for a bad throw. They, you know, it's, you teach them how to do it properly and efficiently. And, you know, you don't have time to think. Like I had a, 
one of the coaches said, don't think, you just hurt the team, right? Just use your instincts and just play. Don't overanalyze it. Like, you're going to You play. analyze before the play, and then once the play's happening, you just, like, that process yeah. in your mind should have, it should have just been happening. Yeah, they, you know, a ball goes down to the left field line. Well, every time he'll pick it up, some of the kids will throw it into second base, and then the coach chews them out. We got to throw it into third, right? What's to stop the lead? Right. right? Well, at the same time, you tell these kids, and that's all they want to do is just pick it up and throw right. it into third. Well, all of a sudden, the kid trips over first base, and they just throw it into third. And then and you take their instincts away. You know, so I want to hit it to them and see what they do. And then you hit it to them and see what they do, or they make it like they bobble it, and you hit it again, hit it again. I don't – I'm not one that's just going to get them right away. I want to see if they're going to be – You don't want to form a system either. Yeah, I call it like two – there's like two efforts, right? It's either like F it, I don't care, or F it, I'm going to figure it out, right? right? So they they learn that, right? So I want to see which one they are. So I'm going to hit it to them again and see if they're going to get pissed off and freaking give me another one, right? Or they're going to use or they're just going to be their like, mistake as fuel. And they're going to go sit on the fence and let the other kid go and take the rep, you know? So I, uh, I like to watch a lot. I pay attention a lot of really <laughs> like it my wife tells me too like how do you even see that it's just i try to it's ingrained in us so yes. like as a baseball player as yeah. a, as an athlete yeah you know like you'll see something that a parent wants and it's like how'd you fix them and it's like oh i saw this or yes. it's like the one story you told me where you told a kid to spit out his chewing gum yes and the dad came up to you and said what you do i told him i told him to spit out his gum yeah and that's it just yeah, took that to make his swing do something different better. Because they, a lot of it you can see if they're, like if they're chewing gum, they're just like, and it's whatever, right? They're just chewing gum. It's almost There's like the chewing do. gum makes them lose focus on. Yeah, they're just they're chewing their gum and they don't pay attention to anything. Well, some of the kids don't like, as I'm coming toward them, you don't see any intent. You don't see any buildup, no anticipation, no nothing, right? Well. One kid, I told you, I have him like bite down. I told his dad to give him a mouthpiece, but he has a rubber keychain for one of the tournaments, and he has to bite that when he's hitting because if you bite it, you create some type of tension. At least there's something, right? So you create some type of tension to where tension is stability, you know? Like tension is a purpose. Yeah. Like, like an intent to do damage. Exactly. So, so, you know, there's different ways. The same kid, we went and just was having a hard time well if you're doing a project and you're getting pissed off sometimes you just have to walk away and come back right so he was doing bad and I told him to get out of the cage and we went and shot the basketball for a couple minutes you know and came back and it was like night and day you know and you have to walk away or you he's an athlete so you just go hey let's go have some fun right we'll come back all of a sudden we come back he's relaxed a little Figures more it so it's there's different ways to go about it and there's you know I don't have a philosophy of this is the way I teach and this is the way I do that. You give me the kid or you give me the team. You know, when I, I did uh, this interview thing with the Guardians, um, they wanted you to talk about your philosophy, <laughs> right? And I don't have a philosophy. It's you give me my team. If I teach you how to hit the ball out of the ballpark, but none of our guys can hit it out of the park, what's the point? You know, so give me the team and we'll create our own right. philosophy, right? Because every player, one through nine, is going to be different. Exactly. And 
a lot of hitting coaches or, you know, coaches in general, they, all they know is what they know or the videos, they'll tell you a video. Well, if you can't feel what they're talking about or understand, then what? They can't help you, you know? So it's, uh, it's hard to watch and hard to deal with some of the stuff that goes on. But, you know, when they come here, it's, it's just crazy how quick these kids get good. And it's, you know, the parents get to see it and it's, they're doing it their way, you know, and they're doing, they're playing the way they've always wanted to play. And right, which is letting loose, yeah. having fun, but they have a guide, which is you, and you're kind of just guiding them. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like you're not instructing them, you're guiding them in the best way possible for them to learn. Yes, and all of it, you know, we'll talk about life and everything, right? And you tell them, you know, one of the guys with the Braves came from good money. You know, one of the players I had came for good money, signed for good money, struggling. I said, hey, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Do your life set, right? Have fun, dude. Yeah. Have fun, oh, man. No pressure. You only have a certain amount of time here. Don't. We all, we want to, we want to be good, right? Well, it, everything's overcomplicated, and they're teaching him this and that. Well, he's an athlete, right? Well, you teach him something, he does good, and then, you know, they get taught something else. or And it's like, hey, just – just go play, dude. You know, yeah. just go play. There's nothing to it. What are you looking for? Fastball here, right? That's it. So See, stay ball, ball, yeah. yeah, so you make him land like, okay, if you're going to take a jump shot, he's a basketball guy. Show me where you're going to set up like, okay, there it is. So when you land, that's where you need to be. You know, it's – there's – some of the kids don't want to work, and then you're fixing stuff you shouldn't have to fix. You know, you're trying – you're just chasing your tail the whole time. So it's uh, – a you know, you get some of the kids to understand, like, it's okay to swing and miss. It's okay to throw a ball, right? It's hit three and strike out three, right? Yeah. But don't walk them because you're walking them. It's because you're trying to aim or you're throwing soft or you're not wanting to walk guys. In football, mm-hmm. you play soft, you're getting hurt. So it's – Like, if you're going to walk somebody, walk somebody with the intent of you were literally trying to strike them out and you just weren't finding Oh, yeah. Or, you know, it's just – it's somewhat – yeah. It's, you know, like the lefty-lefty matchups, you know, where all the matchup stuff used to go on in baseball, right? You're walking him, but you're not just walking him where he's not going to swing the bat. You're still giving him the opportunity to see if he's going to chase something, right? Mm-hmm. I was. I was going to chase it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, because you wanted to hit. If I could have hitters were like, even though he might have gone four balls to the yeah. previous hitters, like, I'm still going up there trying to hit. I'm not yeah. looking for – a walk so I, anything close i'm swinging yeah if i could have if i could find the numbers on how many times i struck out in a three two count it'd be off the charts i, I guarantee it right or just that's because like three two counts as a hitter like you're just man. like he's he's got to throw oh, yeah. a strike because there's no way he wants to walk me and they, they knew and it so too. we're swinging all the time yeah. even though it's a dirt ball or yeah, it was a high fastball, a better head, but we're yeah. we're going thinking like, come on, man, you got to throw yeah. a hard shot. I couldn't, I couldn't swallow my pride. And it was just, <laughs> and I knew it too. I knew they weren't gonna, cause I wasn't a high average guy, but like fastballs, I damaged them, right? Well, they didn't give them to me, right? Well, they'll they give were, it they to me. They'll this. give it to me, but they'll throw it for crap, yeah. you know. So it was just one of the things that it was that was like my downfall, right? Well, I. I still teach it, even though I, I was, I wasn't one that could do it. You know, I'd go from 0-2 to 3-2, no big deal. But then 
I just couldn't. It was just one of those things where everybody's got something. They just, it's their, their nemesis, right? And the 3-2 pitch was mine, man. That's like, bro, I'm probably in the same boat. Or, oh, yeah. or said, oh, oh, I know he's probably going to throw a fastball, but I, jam my, but I jam myself. Yeah. Or I get too big and I roll it over. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wish I could take back all of my 5-3 putouts. Oh, yeah. Because it's probably over half of my career. It's either 5-3 yeah. or 6-3. Yeah, it's, you know, it, there's so much that baseball teaches you so much stuff, you know, or you run down the baseline and, just imagine all the talks you're having with yourself running down the base, you know, like that's, I always just ran hard because that was just in general, but I'm sometimes you're pissed up. off and you just run, you know, like yeah. Mark Pence or Adam Rosales, they're like, hey, slow down and enjoy your homer. It's like, I was similar the same way. It's like, hey, I just, on to the next one, yeah, right? It's like, next. It's like, I got to hurry up and score so we can, yeah. so I can hit a hit again or. You know, like you're thinking of something else. Yeah, guys, you know, pimping homers and all that, you know, but they were hitting different balls and we, were, you know, and all this stuff is passed along from the big leagues and they're watching it and they think, okay, well, you can do that. You know, I just, so I can do this. if it hit off the wall, I wanted to get a triple, you know? And yeah. I just play in left field, you cut the ball off and don't give anybody a double. You know, yeah. one of the guys with the Braves that I was coaching in 2021, well, that, anything to my right's a for sure double. Like, no, 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 what are you talking about, dude? It's because you gave him the double, dude. Yeah. Why don't you try to turn it into a challenge and cut it yeah, off and throw him out, yeah. you know? So, but that's the way these guys think, and that's, you know, they don't, there's no, they don't challenge themselves, you know? It's, I, feel like, I feel like there's no sense of urgency. There's no competitiveness anymore. There's no, like, time runs out, though. Yeah, time, you know. You know, everybody, everybody's got their time, and, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. not if, but when. Yes. And right now, my time is to learn how to hit. So, <laughs> like, well, we got, we can hit. We got, we got lights. We got, we got time. Go. We also got to feed the girls, right? Oh, yeah. We got, we're going to go to dinner tonight. Well, so, we'll, we'll uh, hop back on this sometime in the future and get, oh, yeah. get another podcast. Because no I enjoy talking to you. So. No doubt. Uh, but we got some family things to do. And I got some lessons to go hit some bombs in the cage, yeah. and maybe uh, Miles was showing me something too. Yeah. But uh, you're too big, and you hit the ball too yeah. good not to. You know? so one of the one of one of the compliments that started make, making myself feel good was when Miles said, "Dude, you're like bigger than you were before. Like you should be hitting for power now, or like you shouldn't be just slapping the ball." Yeah, and. Uh, do the best you can and get and the that puts some confidence in me now to uh, actually stay in right. the box and you know not necessarily pimp the balls anymore but just make me feel finish stronger swing, and finish the swing yeah so, so now I'm gonna finish the swing and drive a ball no doubt and I'm gonna hit it up in the air I, I'm tired of running <laughs> running hard 90s at least <laughs> if you you know if you hook it you at least hook it over the infield yes you know, not so a dribbler to third yes take the snap hooks away yeah, fuck. <laughs> I got one year, maybe two years left, so yeah. we're going all out here with Miles. Player coach and you travel around yeah. the world, man. Got to figure life out too, dude. I got to make some money at some point. <laughs> hey, I don't need. Uh, I don't need much. You, got, you eat good. You don't need. Yeah, I don't need money. much. You got a good family behind me and good friends to help me out yeah. when I need it. And money, money so. is. Money just causes problems. That's all I think. 
it's nothing. It's, you know, we, we have a garden and it all starts from seeds, right? Well, it oh. feeds, we feed. We, so many, we can't even give it away fast We enough. could go on a full tangent and be like, people better start growing gardens before this world ends or yeah. else everyone's out of food and yeah. politics gonna, get involved. Yeah. We're, not, we're not going to have 50, 55 cherry tomato plants this year. We're not, not going to allow that. <laughs> we didn't know what they were, but they grew out of the compost pile. Nice. It was all cherry tomatoes. We had like 200. And we you better find a way to either make a ton of salsa and bottle them up and sell them to people. No, I'm not I mean, selling. I just give them away. Put a sign. I think you put a sign in the front. I'll put a sign. And, and say free tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, free we tomatoes do. and just put baskets down there. We do. We do, yeah. We did a bunch of the tomato plants and, the, you know, all the seedlings that started. And we we um, put them in the containers and left them out there for anybody that wanted them. And well, there you go. We've, if anyone wants free tomatoes, <laughs> come spring and summertime. Yeah. Come down to South Carolina. Squash and key. Edgefield? Edgeville. Edgeville? Edgefield. Edgefield. Yeah. Edgefield, South Carolina. Won't tell you where the house is, but you'll find it. Yeah. Anyways, No Filter Network. We'll see you later. Miles Schroeder. Styling and Wine. Brilliant Nomadova. We'll see you all later. Take care. Shoots.